Hi there, everyone. I'm Gwen Jones, and welcome once again to the I'm a Rotarian podcast, the weekly podcast where I introduce you to amazing people that proudly call themselves Rotarians. Well, this week, I am crossing the pond to the UK to introduce you to a Rotary radio station. That's right. Rotary Radio UK and its two founding members, Steve and John, took a few moments out of their 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week job running a radio station all about the good news of Rotary to talk to me on my podcast. Pretty amazing, right? So join me, won't you? Rotary Radio UK joins me on the I'm a Rotarian podcast. And as always, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. As usual, I am so glad that you have joined me. This week, I have a question to start off the podcast, and that is, do you know that Rotary has a radio station? Uh Uh-huh. It's okay. We'll wait. They do. Not technically Rotary International, but there's a couple gentlemen out in the UK that have Rotary Radio UK, and they are joining me today. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. Okay, uh, my name is Steve Wood, and um, for want of a better expression, I'm the CEO of Rotary Radio UK. Uh, I'm a former uh, recruiter um, and uh, a Rotarian since 1990. Wow. And? Uh, My name's, oh, sorry. (laughs) My name's John Robinson, and uh, I'm a founding member and the studio manager at uh, Rotary Radio. UK and uh, I previously worked well before I retired I was in risk risk management so uh, spent my working life in risk management so uh, not not the uh, usual radio backgrounds gentlemen no it's not pointing that out there (laughs) and so to uh, answer please I'm sorry go ahead well all I was going to say was that I I Steve forced me to join Rotary once Ooh. I uh, suggested Ooh. that we uh, set up the uh, radio station. <laughs> oh, good heavens. We're having a radio smackdown. First, we're we not are. even five <laughs> minutes into it. And so we're... to answer your question, everybody, there is a radio station. And uh, I have right here on it, Steve and John, that are going to tell us all about it. If they're not smacking down and are we going to have a, a radio <laughs> rebel fight here? So, Steve, if you're going to give that much of a tease, you may have to explain yourself. Okay. Uh, well, I, I, I was um, president of um, Sitting Born in Victor Rotary Club, and um, we were invited to uh, donate some money to a hospital radio station, and that's uh, I went over with a cheque, as one does, and um, I met John, and uh, he convinced me that I should uh, start working on the radio station, which I did. Um, and then one day he came into the studio and said, Steve, why isn't there a rotary radio station? And I said, well, I don't know, John, you know, but probably because no one's ever thought of it. Right. And he said, well, why don't we do it then? So, you know, in a moment of madness, I said, yeah, why not? You know, why not? A, yeah, absolutely. And um, so basically, you know, if we're going to have a rumble about this, it's it's entirely John's fault. Um, and I just um, 
I just go along with him, you know. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. Are, are you are you going to take that? Are you going to take that, John? I mean, is that is that well, is that how I, you remember it? I should say. Yeah, no, it is exactly how I remember it. So, uh, <laughs> and from that, we we started. That was about. Uh, I hasten to add that was probably about 2016 when I said that. So okay, and it took us another two years to get on the air to actually create a business plan to raise the funds to buy the equipment, to find premises, all of that sort of stuff. And uh, it was probably another two years, wasn't it, Steve, before we, yes, were, it was. we were up and yeah. running? We, we actually started broadcasting uh, in October 2018. Wow. Okay. So let's hear about uh, the radio station. And, and I'll have to put in the, uh, a pin in the fact that you said that a hospital has a radio station. I have never heard of a hospital having a radio station, but that that might have to be over pints after this interview, So, but that's okay. Um, so you have this radio station. Um, tell us about it. What does it do? Does it is it live programming? Do you interview people much like the podcast? What do you do on, on, on Rotary Radio UK? Well, um, we, we, we started off, one of the reasons that we really wanted to do this is because we are constantly told that Rotary has a recruitment problem. Um, ah, and we th- and you were uh, a recruiter. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, what, what we wanted to do was raise the profile of Rotary. Um, and we thought that uh, Rotary uh, Radio was uh, a way in which we could do it because it would break the parochial boundaries that you you tend to get in uh, you know rotaries in towns, rotaries in districts. Um, right. There's not that much that reaches out across. Uh, we thought that young people would be interested, and that has uh, proved to be the case. Um, but also, one of our problems we felt was that. The great things that Rotary does, it doesn't get the publicity for, Mm, you know, like 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 Polio (laughs) Plus, right? Um, You know, and you hear about it, and Bill Gates gets all the publicity. Now, that's not really a problem as such, because Bill Gates is a great bloke, and he's giving all this money, or at least now his foundation does. But you don't often hear about what Rotary does, Mm -hmm. and we thought, well, there's a there's an adage that. Uh, people like to join winning teams. Yes. That's that's why 80,000 people every week turn up at Old Trafford to watch Manchester United play. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> and, and not that many people uh, go and watch Gillingham, which is the nearest professional club to us. That uh, is, And you've never heard of Gillingham, obviously. No, I was going to say, I'm just wondering how much hate mail I'm going to get now from <laughs> who were those guys? Yeah. So, you know, John and I got together, but, you know, I think it's John should tell the technical tale because, you know, the work that he has done um, is um, is amazing to, to get us uh, on the air. Yeah. And I, I'd, I'd like to talk about that because I because I mean, I, I do a podcast. And the one thing that is amazing about technology, I am not a radio station. I am a podcaster and I can do it from my home, from my studio that I have at home, and it can go worldwide. But you guys are taking on a radio station, which has a a lot more to it than uh, some interesting, you know, apps on my, a a decent microphone and a computer can do. So yeah, tell tell us about, um, John, how exactly 
did you guys get this radio station up and up and running? Right, I assume okay, it, was, so, it wasn't free. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, we were, we were very fortunate. We got funds from uh, uh, our club and also from the district. So, uh, and that gave us enough money really to get things started. We, we actually, the first thing we did was to produce a comprehensive business plan and budget and so on, submitted that and it was all accepted and everybody thought it was a good idea. So, so that was the start of it. But um, I, um, through my dealings, I've only been in radio since I've retired really. And uh, I've worked for three local community radio stations, including the hospital radio station, but in each of them, I've got involved on the technical side because I've always been into computers. Right. Uh, I've always been into music and I've always been into radio and the three just dovetail so neatly together. Um, so uh, I had a, 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 I met a guy called, um, well, Nathan, who uh, worked for Global, which is one of the big radio conglomerates in the UK. It's lots of different stations. And he was a senior broadcast engineer there and i told him the story that you know we want to set up rotary radio and would he help me and he said yes i will but unfortunately um we were scheduled to start in the uh in october and in the may he was headhunted by british forces broadcasting in cyprus and he flew off to cyprus so um well, that's rude well <laughs> Well, it was good. It was good for him. It was great for him. Bravo and, uh, for him. Yeah, but yeah, but it, it left it left us really um, j- just me to set it up and hope it will work. So, uh, so he advised me what equipment to buy, and we bought the equipment and so on. And uh, and the good thing was we we actually set it up, Steve, and it worked first time, didn't it? So, it did. uh, it did. so don't so, touch anything. No, that's so don't right. Touch exactly. it. It's working. Don't touch it. Yeah. Yes. But we, we've actually had to move studios because we were originally um, in studios on the Isle of Sheppey. Um, a past president of uh, the, the Minster Rotary Club on the Isle of Sheppey in Kent um, owned a theatre and they were putting a new floor in at the theatre. And they said, well, we'll build you some studios into this. And so they built us wow. two small studios. And um, and we moved in there, and that's where we broadcast from up until July of this year. Oh no! Only so th- this theatre was run by an, a, a fairly well, fairly old couple, I suppose, and they were they were reaching the point of retirement. And they wanted to semi-retire, and so it only opened three days a week in the end, which makes it really difficult if you're trying to run a radio station. So we had to find alternative premises. And they also needed the extra space by that mm-hmm. time because the, the there's a museum at this theatre and that was growing and they needed oh extra gosh. space and so on. So um, another Rotarian in our club owned a property called the the Oast, which is um, there. They're, it's an old Oast house that the um, that you know was used by the brewing industry and so on. Um, for was it is it barley they do in Oast houses, Steve? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, the malt. It is. Yeah, they turn yeah. the barley into malt. Yeah, right. Malt, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so this was quite a large building, really, wasn't it, Steve? And yeah. um, and it was it was known as the O's Business Centre. And this very kind lady who owned it said to us, "Well, you can have this um, space, which was Wonderful. twice the size of our mm. other studios." <laughs> and uh, so we've got two studios in the O's now, and we moved in there on the second of July, and. 
So the problem is that with the pandemic, it's been really difficult because, you know, we, we, we went to the studios from the 2nd of July through to September. Mm-hmm. But since September, because of lockdown and so on, we can't do that anymore. Right. And as a, res- as a result of that, we're, um, I'm running the station remotely from home. So um, I can control it. I can actually control it on my smartphone. And uh, we've got we've got a network of three computers that make up the um, all the equipment in the two studios. And uh, I can view the screens of all three computers and program them from my smartphone. So so what happens at the moment is all our presenters are making not say all our presenters. We haven't got hundreds, but, you know, the few presenters we've got are making shows at home. And yes, I can put them on to the uh, radio station also from home. Using, I use Google Remote Desktop to do that, so it uh, it works really well, actually. So, um, so, so you said you had you had, um, I guess, on air personalities was my lingo when I was on radio all those yeah. years ago. So, what is an average day of of Rotary Radio? If I tuned in today, what would I what would I hear on the on the radio today? Well, the way we've got it divided up is that we try to play different music at different hours. So if you want to listen okay. to the 60s hour, you know, there is a schedule on our website and on the app that we've got in the Google Play Store. Um, and uh, so today, um, the, the 60s hour, I think, is um, eight till nine. And then at nine o'clock, we've got country hour. And then we do two hours of easy listening music from 10 to 12 at night. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the, the the live shows um, or the recorded live shows, I should right, say, right? The the pseudo live shows, moment, yeah, yeah, they are at the moment, correct? Yeah, they, they tend to go out between um, sort of nine and three, I suppose. Um, but we've only got three people doing. And what are what are those shows, shows at the moment? Sorry, what well, Steve? What does, are, what are those shows? What what are well, the Rotary shows? Well, what we do is in every hour. We, we do about 10 to 12 minutes of Rotary News. Oh, okay. And then on special days like uh, World Polio Day or Rotary Day, we have a day of special programming that we put in and at Christmas and so on. So our aim really, I mean, our strap line is good news, great music. So first and foremost, we want to entertain. Mm-hmm. And our USP as a radio station is most radio stations when they give the news out, it's all depressing and sad and down and, you know, negative. <laughs> Our news is all positive. It's right. all the good that Rotary is doing around the world. And um, and the great thing is what we do, we invite all the, all the Rotary clubs to send us details of their projects and events, which we then make into adverts and promote them on, on air. And from those adverts, um, obviously they get feedback, but, um, and they reach a wider, more diverse audience. But in addition, other Rotary clubs in other parts of the country pick up new ideas to run projects and events in their locality. So it it just spreads things around the country really well. So, um, it's yeah, awesome. so that, that's how it works. So, yes, Steve. Do you want to answer that, Steve? Yeah, yeah I mean, in, um, in normal times, you know, either, you know, pre or post COVID, um, uh, we we would we broadcast uh, twenty four hours a day, three hundred and sixty five days a year, and we wow. have continued doing that even through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so, you know, wherever you are in the world, 
you know, where you are now, you're eight hours behind us, but you can still listen to Rotary Radio. There's something relevant there for 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 you to listen to. And just to, and, and to interrupt there really quick, Steve. So mm-hmm. I have the majority of my audience is in the United States. And of course, mm-hmm. I'm speaking to you in the in the UK. Can I get your radio station with an app like TuneIn? Or if I ask, ask Alexa, can they can they can my can my continent talk to your continent? I mean, can, can we can we yeah. pick up Rotary Rotary through an app anywhere? Yeah, I'll answer that one. We're, we're on uh, we're on the Amazon Echo. Okay. So all you all you need to do is to say her name. I won't say it because she's sitting in the other corner of the room. Right. She, she's she's listening to off. you now. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so all you need to do is say her name and then say enable Rotary Radio. And she'll come back to you and say that Rotary Radio is enabled and then it will start playing. So after that, you, next time you just say play Rotary Radio and it will play. So um, so that has been, you know, smart speakers have been a big boost for us, really. And uh, mm-hmm. it's made life much easier. But we've also we've also got an app in the Google Play Store. So if you've got an Android phone, um, you can download the app for free and listen to us on that. Um, we're not in the apple uh app store because you need a developer's license which you have to keep up every year um and we we can't afford that i'm afraid so so we can't we're not in the app store but we're on a number of radio platforms we're not on tuning because tuning are not accepting any new stations right now yeah okay well but you can get the i'm a rotarian podcast on itunes so you can go back and forth between rotary radio and my podcast there you go yeah sure So, but we're on we're on my tuner radio. Oh, great! Okay, which you can download onto an iPhone. We're on mm-hmm. we're on streamer, right? Um, which is also on there. So you can download those apps and then search for Rotary Radio within the app and find and obviously play it. Um, but we've also on the front page of our website, we've got a, a listen here button. You can just click on and play Perfect. that. So easy as that. that. That's a, yeah. So now you guys are both, you gentlemen are both Rotarians. So, uh, and I, and I think Steve, you said that you had been like, how, how long have you been a Rotarian? I think you gave me quite a date when you were since, since, since 1990, since 1990. So what made you guys first get into Rotary, Steve? What have you always been familiar with Rotary or is it? Uh, No, um, I mean, I've always been involved in uh, community projects um, and um, we had a a very good friend guy called Ken Clark who buttonholed me one afternoon and said Steve uh, you're coming to Rotary with me this evening and I said oh am I Ken you know that's that's great (laughs) and um, you know what's all this about kind of thing and um, I got hooked up into the organization uh, at that point I, I i did have a little break in between because i um i was uh, I, I was self-employed for a while and while i was starting up the business i didn't have time or or the assets to be right. frank to, to to get involved with rotary but uh, as soon as things settled down i went back in i've uh, been there ever since and i and love it what about what about you john how long have you been in in rotary um, well I've, I've probably been a member now for about three years i think so, oh, so we um, just shanghaied you straight from radio. So join Rotary, yeah. open a radio station, and and you'll love it. I promise. 
It's what you yeah, do. That's right. Yeah. It's what you do. Okay. Uh, well, what what happened really was that when um, when we would, the, the the hospital radio station that I was working on, we were we were in dire straits. We had no money, and four Rotary clubs in the area came together and each gave us two hundred and fifty pounds. So we we had a thousand pounds, which hmm. then meant that. Um, uh, you know, we invited obviously the Rotary clubs to our studios, the hospital radio station studios, and um, and to reciprocate, really, I, I went off and did presentations at, at Rotary clubs about how the radio station worked and so on. And as a result of that, you know, I was gradually sort of hauled in by Steve, really. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he was a recruiter. I mean, we've said that before. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't, I'm not yeah. quite sure you stood a chance, but it was awfully sweet of you to try. I got more and more interested. So um, and that was it, really. So sorry, Steve, I interrupted. Uh, Steve, you were saying? No, that's all right. Well, what we didn't realise when we set it up uh, was that we were uh, talking ourselves into full-time jobs because, uh, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a seven-day-a-week affair, really, um, it, w- what with one thing and another. So, um, but it, it yeah, is... Yeah, it's a full-time job without any pay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full-time yeah. job without any pay. I... I I think I'm uh, quite familiar with that, with the podcast yeah. right now, but they are definitely labor, uh, labor yeah. of loves. And has there been, um, and Steve, why don't you go first on, on this one? Has there been a story that you guys have, have read that's been really inspiring that you've gotten a chance to talk about on the radio? Is there, is there one that clicks in your mind is like, wow, I'm really proud of, I'm a Rotarian because... I heard of this yeah. or I saw this. Uh, um, you know, a, a, a year or so back now, um, I uh, I interviewed uh, a woman who was running one of the food banks, the Swale Food Bank. And, you know, I mean, we're all fairly prosperous. We're Rotarians. We live on the nice right. side of town. Um, and it, it is a real eye-opener when mm-hmm. you – get in touch with somebody who's running a food bank and they start to tell you stories about how other people are trying to cope in difficult situations. And, you know, that um, that relationship between our club and the food bank um, has blossomed uh, in, in over the last couple of years. Uh, at, at Christmas, uh, the club members produced 350 uh, shoe boxes, uh, which were filled with uh, small presents for children uh, in in various age categories, and they were distributed free. But you know, nice. the, the 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 really shocking thing is that in a small town like Sittingbourne, um, there are nine hundred and fifty children being supported by the food bank. And wow. that is just an extraordinary thing. And, you know, although we don't do it for the feel-good factor, there is still obviously a feel-good factor involved. Of course there is, yes. You know, we come across something like that. And we've been able to broadcast it on the radio, and that's that's brilliant, you know, as far as I'm concerned. What about you, John? Is there is there something in your in your years here on the radio that's been so much fun to be able to talk about on the radio that you're really yeah, proud of? Yeah, I, I think the most rewarding thing that uh, – that we've been involved with, for me anyway, has been our um, involvement with um, Canterbury College. Mm. We, uh, we, uh, this is a, 
a campus of 3,000 students. And um, we they do media studies at this college. Oh, nice. And, um, and so uh, they're all looking for work experience. Mm-hmm. And so we have students coming to us three at a time for work experience. And uh, also in the pandemic, we've we've actually set them projects and they're running three projects that we've set them at the moment. So one is is making podcasts because we, we produce podcasts as well. We put out podcasts as well. Um, so they're, they're making podcasts. Um, another um, is about uh, poetry and writing writing poems that we'll obviously put on air at some stage. And the last one is they're going to make jingles and intro sweepers and so on for us. So, um, uh, so jingles are not dead. I love it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've, got, we've, got, we've got lots of jingles. So, <laughs> but, uh, but no, that, that's been most rewarding, but obviously the pandemic has cur- curtailed that really. Um, you know, prior to the pandemic, we, the students were coming into the studio. So we've also tied up with the university of Kent and Christchurch Canterbury University, and also the college's um, radio station. And so the idea long-term is to have something like 12 students a year coming to the radio station, coming to the studios, learning what we do, learning all the all aspects of, of radio, but also the business side of it as well. And, um, and then hopefully we're going to attract these as Rotarians. So it's a form of way of getting members to uh, to join rotary and and long term we'd like to form a satellite club from rotary radio uk um made up of the students and Stephen myself and a few others who uh, are in the group so um so yeah i think that's been the most satisfying for me and what what really has impressed me is the ones we've actually met mm-hmm. have been so mature i was i was i think you'd agree steve wouldn't you that you know yes they're in you know first years of of being a student and yet they've been really really good and the uh, future it, is bright in other words yeah yeah well and you know this is funny this is probably the the third or fourth interview i've done that's using a vocational skill uh to actually uh mentor and work in a vocation as well as excite people about rotary. Um, I did an interview with a, a surfers fellowship that's out of California and, th- and to join this fellowship, uh, the United surfers uh, Rotarian fellowship, and they, they have kids surfing. And if you're a rotor actor or an interactor, you can join for free and they meet and they surf, but other surfers that are with you could be bankers or could be doctors or could be, we're talking California, a lot of people surf. And so all of a sudden this one thing that brought them together in your case, radio, in that case, surfing, we had another flight club with a, with a couple of pilots and a ex executive from um, Lockheed Martin got together with young kids and said, you want to learn about airplanes? Do you want to learn about how to fly them? And you want to, and before they knew it, they had a fellowship that now has mentorship that now has, uh, well, one of the kids uh, they were about to send off as a rotary exchange student. Fortunately, COVID killed that, but you got all three of you guys are working off that same type of thing of here's a radio station, which can also be a vocation, which can also entice people to join rotary. It's an, it's an interesting way to, to think of, kind of knocking off three stones, you know, Rotarians, membership or declining membership and vocational, which is yeah. 
part of our steps. Well, I think, I think if you hook them at that age, you'll get them for life. That, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. And, you know, we've got one common thing, which is radio. They're all interested in radio because that's what they're studying. That's what they want right. to do with right. their careers. So, um, well, they want to do media as their career. So radio is one part of that. Right. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think it works really well, actually. So then what yeah, do you what do you feel um, about how then to get funding for these things? I know in some of those other fellowships, uh, one of those fellowships, the Surfing Fellowship has dues. Uh, the um, the the one that has to do with airplane and aeronautics, they actually have a rotary club that supports them. So there is finances that goes into running this radio station. How do you guys run it? I mean, how do you do you get help from any part of RI? Do you get any help from your local uh, chapters? How do you how do you guys do it? Yeah, the the initial funding uh, we got um, uh, two thirds of it came from uh, our uh, local district. That's District One One Two Zero, and another uh, the other third came from uh, Rotary in Great Britain and Ireland's uh, membership team. Okay, uh, and that in, that uh, enables us to set up. Uh, our original intention was that we would become self-supporting through uh, advertising revenue, but obviously the pandemic has knocked that very firmly on the head. Gotcha. Um, and at the moment, we are um, just embarking on a conversation with um, RGB and I to um, to get some funding from all of the the areas in the United Kingdom. I mean, our our running costs are very modest. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yes, because you, know, you two are taking such big paychecks, so it's quite well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all the prestige and the you know the the, the gold badges. That That's we, right, we, absolutely. Going. Yeah, but um, you know, for for very little money. Uh, we are able to provide this um, 24-hour service 365 days a year. And, That's amazing. Uh, yeah, because, you know, one of the original thoughts that we had was that if you have a website, people will go to the website, they'll look up what they want, and then they'll go away again. Right. But if you've got if you've got a... Uh, a rotary station, a radio station, which is entertaining, you can get people to listen for long periods of time, and mm-hmm. then you can just feed in little rotary messages, as, as we've said, you know, roughly 10 minutes in every hour, uh, you get rotary news, and it's good news about rotary. Mm-hmm. It's about joining the winning team. You know, the, Rotary does things. It's a well. I mean, you know all the uh, the things that we say. So, right, right. Um, um, you know, that's that's what it's all about, really. So, you're looking at literally the stories of of the world of Rotary. I know all three of us are in this really kind of awesome position that we get to spend a lot of our time every week following some of that good news that you just said. So. Yeah. If I was to ask you what the state of Rotary is from what you're looking at in all of these stories, not only locally, but internationally, how do you think Rotary is doing? Are we still as strong and as as busy? Are we still those people of action that all three of us love so much? 
Okay. Awesome. Um, I left you speechless. Oh, Thank you so much for joining us. Bye. No. <laughs> are we are we still there? How do you think we're doing? What is the state? What is the state of Rotary? I think the biggest problem that uh, that Rotary has is that uh, a lot of the membership is frightened of technology, and ah, uh, yeah, and also that they're wary of social media, mm-hmm. and it's how we overcome those hurdles. Really, if we can overcome those hurdles of uh, explaining the technology. So because obviously the whole of Rotary, even with the pandemic, you know, everybody has had to adapt to Zoom and that sort of stuff. But there's a lot of people that you know don't use a computer other than maybe an email or use the browser and that's it. And they don't do anything else. And, um, and they wouldn't sign up to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or, or whatever. Um, I think those are dead forever for some from some people. Absolutely. (laughs) Because, you know, they think of all the bad publicity you hear about fake news and losing your identity and all that sort of stuff. So they they don't think it's secure. But the reality is, you know, if it's set up properly, you're fine. And and we are, are using social media more and more, really. I mean, it is, you know, it's developing quite, quite quickly, I think. But it's how you how you get your membership to adapt to that in in mm-hmm. in this century you know we we we've got to be current and uh, you know so i would say that in some respects rotary is living in the past still you know it's catching up mm-hmm. but it takes a while and I, I think that's a big problem so so steve steve what do you think the state of rotary I, is i i i think rotary is a dynamic organization Okay. The problem that, as I see it, is it is that it suffers from parochialism. You know, we are great uh. at doing things in Sittingbourne, or we're great at doing things in Gillingham, or you know, your Rotary Club is probably brilliant at doing things in your in locality. One area. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we don't do is talk in a wider field uh, or wider sphere about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that was another reason for setting up the radio station. Um, you know, I, I sit on a, a COVID, uh, COVID group uh, within yes. the district here. And I was getting quite agitated a couple of weeks ago because there's clubs doing everything all over the place. It's fantastic what they're doing, mm-hmm. but no one says anything, you know. Right. And I'm saying we should be we should be screaming from the rooftops, look at what we're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it doesn't happen because uh, we're English, you know. Well, we yeah, don't I, do that. Yeah, sort of thing. You, know, yeah. you know, I'm I I am. F- Far from far from English, but I'm going to back you on that one because uh, we, mm-hmm. you know, and and I and I ask my my listeners to go back a couple of to listen to an an, an interview I had with a gentleman named uh, Evan Burrell, who's best known for making a huge rotary suit, like he wears this beautiful rotary suit, and he has gotten people that have just said, "Stop it, shh, we don't behave that way." Mm-hmm. And he is a millennial that's just like, wait a second, we kick butt. We did this and we did this and we did this. And I want to tell the world about it, how proud I am that I'm a Rotarian. And I would say the majority of the millennials that I have spoken to don't under, don't get this with Rotary, why we're so quiet, why we're not yelling from mm-hmm. the rooftops of all the great stuff that we do. Is there a way to fix it? Yeah. 
are, you know, I mean, cause I, I, some of them have been stifled. Some mm-hmm. of, we have some voices that are being stifled because we don't want to evangelize ourselves too much. Or use well, we, that's why we think Rotary Radio UK is the answer, you see. Because we there you promote. go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can promote all these projects and events and wonderful things that all the clubs are doing mm-hmm. to the rest of Rotary and the general public because, you know, our listeners are not just Rotarians. Right. The idea right. was to, to get the general public interested, and that's why, you know, it is about entertaining them first and then feeding in the Rotary messages as well. So, you know, we play music from the 1950s to the present day. So it's a, it's a, it's a real cross-section of music. That, uh, so there's something in there for everyone, really, at some, some point. Um, point. But, That's the- you know, it, it, it's difficult to... If you, um, if you listen to some of my shows... There, oh, is that, is that yeah. the 50s? Well, I, I would have to say that I got... I, Sorry, I, I cut my teeth on doing music radio. In fact, mine was a show called Unsigned Heroes, which was all about independent musicians that hadn't been signed to major labels yet. Oh, so, right. Okay. Yeah. So it, I, I, I hope that they're listening, whoever is to uh, that, that this technology stuff will, uh, will bounce off. I have a couple more questions for you. Cause I know you are running a radio station as we speak. But traditionally, we do talk about um, the foundations of uni- of, U- of uh, the podcast of the unity that we have together in Rotary. And that one unity thing is the four-way test. And just real simply, gentlemen, um, what does the four-way test mean to you? And how do you use it in the, uh, in the station? And just like Sorry, that, I'm... Steve has left the frame. Is he no, grabbing no, his four-way test? <laughs> I've stood up, yes, because I'm just trying to find the thing, yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, well, I mean, the four-way test, is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? And will it be beneficial to to all concerned? Right. You could could almost use that as the foundation document of Rotary Radio. You know, I I think that... um, we do all of those things. We build goodwill. We build better friendships. It's beneficial for all concerned because, um, you know, you get entertained, you get news, and all of us involved in it are having a ball, really, except when the station <laughs> goes a bit wobbly um, on the technical side at times. But uh, Never. John would never allow that. I'm sure that's never, no. ever happened. So John well, would... Go ahead, Sorry. please. <laughs> Part of the problem with internet broadcasting is a lot of it is out of your control. So, you know, <sighs> everything's running perfectly in the studio, but if your broadband goes down or um, if your hosting company has a problem with their servers, uh, you're off, off the air. So it, it's Absolutely. very difficult to, to do anything about that. So um, so what about the four-way it, test then? How do, you, how do you bring that into your rotary world? Well, I, I think that um, you do that naturally over time. Mm-hmm. I think it becomes the way you are because, um, you know, everything that you do is is part of that four-way test. Um, and it's a standard that you just come to live by, I think, naturally over time because, um, you know, it's, it's part of the, of the role, if you like, that you've taken mm-hmm. on. And we certainly would would – 
endorse that, you know, fully at Rotary Radio UK and everything that we do. And uh, it is important that, I mean, we can't have a radio station that uh, isn't setting the highest standards. We'd soon mm. be off the air, really. Mm. So, you know, it's extremely important that everything that we do is of a high standard in terms of, you know, what we say and how we say it and uh, and so on. So uh, so all of our presenters, you know, they it, it takes about three months to train up a presenter wow. to get them on air. Yeah. And um, and some people never make it, as you know, you know, you must be aware of that, you know. <laughs> that red light fever, as, as yeah. we used to call I mean, it. The strange thing is, you know, you meet some people and um, they've got really great voices. Mm-hmm. You put them in front of a microphone <laughs> and you see beads of sweat on their top lips and you see the hand shaking and so on. And yet other people, I had a guy come in once who wanted to, um, to train to be a presenter and he couldn't carry on a conversation. He had a stutter. Oh, bless his heart. But I said, well, I'll give you a go. You know, see, let's see how we get on, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, put him in front of the mic and it cleared instantly. He, he knew his music. He knew what to say. He's fantastic. That was his world. He was fantastic in front of the mic. And um, so we give everybody a chance. If, if people come to us and say, yeah, I want to train to be a presenter, you know, we don't turn anyone away. It's really oh, important fantastic. and non-Rotarians as well. I was going to say, does it do all your are all your presenters Rotarians? But they're not. No, they're not because the, cause the no. students obviously are not yet. I should say. Yeah, but we've got other uh, presenters that are not Rotarians as well. So, um, you know, it's quite important, really. To um, mm-hmm. it's a means of getting other people interested in Rotary, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll gradually we'll gradually drip feed them into Rotary. <laughs> yeah, they they all get the full force of my uh, my recruitment skills uh, yeah. at some time or another. So uh. perfect. So I'll let, um, I've got one more question for you, gentlemen, and I thank you so much for um, spending time with me today. And I'm going to make sure that we have the links to your uh, your web page and your Facebook page and all the other yeah. stuff, so we can get everybody excited about Rotary Radio UK. Um, I usually always end with this with this thing with this uh, statement, which is, you know, if you're on an elevator and somebody notices your your rotary pin or something, and they say, "What's rotary? Why would I why would I want to be in rotary? What's your elevator pitch? What do you say to somebody who is interested in in going into rotary?" Steve, go ahead. You can go first. I would say it's a community organization that does good things locally nationally and internationally there you go what about you john what's your elevator pitch i would say that uh, if you want to do feel good things in your local community fundraising or whether it's actual activities then rotary is the place for you so uh, and and rotary radio uk is the place you can hear about it exactly Absolutely. yeah <laughs> you for taking the evening and uh taking away from the radio station to uh, spend a little time with me it's been awesome to know that there are other uh men and women out there with microphones trying to uh, tell the world about rotary it was an honor to meet you both and i hope uh that i get to hear you guys and see you guys again soon thank Thank you very much thank you (laughs) steve john thank you so much for spending a little time with me 
Like I said, I thank you for breaking away from that 24-7 radio station to spend a little time on a humble podcast with me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you out there for listening. And uh, much like every week, I'm going to ask you to uh, tell a friend about my podcast. And I'm going to tell you to have them download and follow and rate us and all that kind of good stuff. But this week, I had one more bit of homework. Go look up Rotary Radio UK and start following them. They've got a Facebook page. They have a website. They're live streaming their radio station. So check them out, won't you? I mean, come on. Great music and great news about Rotary? How could that not make your day be fabulous? All right, then. Until next week, do take care of yourself and the world around you. Wear a mask. Stay safe. And I'll hear you next week on the I'm a Rotarian podcast. And as always, thank you for listening. We'll hear you next week.